Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Let's talk about the cost of living and the cost of doing business uh, in our province. Now, today, of course, you know, the minimum wage in our province went up to $16.75. That's up 6.9% from 15.65. Uh, that boost is uh, geared towards uh, the rate of inflation and will increase the pay of about 150,000 workers in our province. Now, good news for them. I don't think anybody begrudges uh, people getting an increase, especially those uh, making minimum wage. But hopefully, small businesses will be able to afford those changes. And those are challenges that many small businesses have brought up with us before. Now, the BC government uh, has said that it's uh, the annual increases that are occurring uh, are based on inflation. And uh, they started these increases in 2018. Uh, and workers uh, at that time were making about $12.65. Uh, the latest move now uh, raises the minimum wage, as I said, to over $16. Uh, and the wages for minimum wage workers have gone up by a third in the past five years, which is good news and I think that's wonderful but part of uh, paying for all of that of course uh, it means we have to have a strong economy as well and many have said what's hindering that is taxes specifically uh, the cost of moving around now if you look at gas prices they've been slowly moving up as summer approaches now you all know about the carbon tax it costs about 14 cents extra per liter of gas when you go to the pump 17 cents extra per liter for diesel that tax is going up every year till 2030 when you'll be paying 37 cents uh, per liter. Now, according to the Parliamentary Budget Office, the federal co- government's carbon tax costs the average Canadian family about seven hundred and ten dollars a year, even after rebates. Uh, that same office has calculated that families will pay up to one thousand one hundred and sixty when uh, all of that uh, tax uh, is fully implemented by twenty thirty. Now, that's the carbon tax. There's a second carbon tax, and that kicks in on July 1st. It's buried in the Clean Fuel Regulations, which mandates that fuel companies reduce the carbon intensity of the fuels that they produce. Uh, When producers can't meet those federally imposed standards as of July 1st, they'll have to pay for those credits. Now, let there be no doubt, those costs will be passed on to you, dear consumer. Uh, And according to the Parliamentary Budget Office, once that new clean fuel regulation kicks in, and fully by 2030, that means you'll be paying an extra 17 cents per liter for gas prices on top of the 37 cents per liter original carbon tax. Joining me to talk a little bit about uh, the clean fuel regulations, which will be kicking in on July 1st, is Peter Millibar. He is BC United finance critic and MLA for Kamloops North Thompson. Peter, welcome. Thanks for having me on, Jeff. Sorry for the long introduction, but I thought it was important that we sort of lay it out for uh, consumers here, uh, first and foremost. Uh, You've been following the issue of the clean fuel regulation for a very long time, I know, as an MLA. Uh, BC has been a leader in this so far. Why the move now in regards to bringing in uh, these regulations on a national level? Well, we had uh, actually our former party, the BC Liberals, when they brought in um, the carbon tax, had brought in a, a low carbon fuel standard, which was around a 10% uh, ethanol uh, type derivative blend into the fuel. Um, the, what's happened since Queen BC was introduced and revamped by the NDP uh, provincially 
is that's now a 20% standard. So we actually are already exceeding what the federal government rule says should be in place by 2030. And in fact, by 2030 in BC, it's, it's supposed to jump to 30%. Why that's important is when you're an outlier of fuel production, uh, compared to Alberta, which where we get our fuel from, or Washington State, it adds a premium to the cost because it has to be blended and refined differently than, than everyone else around you is doing. Mm. Uh, and so it's no surprise that we see the highest gas prices in North America and British Columbia and a government unwilling to talk openly about their government policy around taxation and fuel standards of what that's doing to the price of the pump. Uh- the desire to deal with cl- climate change, uh, I think we all understand that. We see it um, in forest fires, and certainly you in the Kamloops area know that very well. Um, I'm just wondering, at what point is, is, is do we hit hit that moment where the public says, we understand that we have to do our part for carbon tax, but this is too much? I mean, there has to be a, a point where people go, enough is enough. And if you look at the numbers, as I said, if this is fully imp- implemented, that'll add 17 cents extra per liter of uh, uh, of gas by 2030. Uh, on top of the 37 cents per liter, the original carbon tax will add on. I mean, there's a bro- breaking point somewhere along the way for, for taxpayers. Well, there absolutely is. And I think we're already, we're seeing that. So again, BC already has this in place. We're exceeding the federal mandate uh, currently. As of January 1st, it had to be at 20% of this year um, in BC. The problem is that it's it's that incremental uh, knock-on effects of all these various taxes uh, triggering a higher cost. And so for the last 10 months, uh, BC has uh, outperformed, sadly, uh, the inflation rate nationally. And so we are, once again, the outliers in, in very uh, bad side of the equation in terms of cost pressure. So when you look at employer's health tax going up with no adjustment made to, to uh, adjust for rising payrolls due to things like uh, the, the minimum wage going up and things of that nature, uh, employers are saying, hang on, when you actually look at things cumulatively, yes, uh, we agree, uh, don't have take big issue with the minimum wage increase, but when you're not as a government addressing any of all these other cost pressures that you've added into the, the cost structure for a business, um, at a certain point, there's a breaking point that gets passed on to us, the consumers, and as a result, we see a a much higher inflation rate than we see in the rest of Canada right now. What are you hearing from truck drivers? I'm just curious because, you know, as a, you know, I drive enough in the city, but I see, think of truck drivers, and, and, and this is going to impact them in a, in a very significant way. What are you hearing from them? Well, exactly what you would expect is that it's, it's putting a lot of pressure on the cost of uh, the delivery of goods and the transportation of goods uh, around the province. And, and I think sometimes we, we lose sight of that because you think of a big 53-foot trailer backing into a store and unloading, and, and it's a very small, you know, a penny or two on each product that's within that truck. But just think of, of the service industry side, all the people that will be phoning air conditioning repair people over the next few months for heat uh, as it gets hotter and hotter, right? or, uh, you know, the, the furnace technicians as it starts to get cold. All of those fleets of those local service vehicles are getting hammered with these extra costs as well. And of course, it's going to be passed on to the homeowner trying to get repairs done in their home or anything like that as well. So there is a very real consequence when we see the transportation costs of of critical services uh, increase. Uh, Do you see the government federally uh, rolling this one back? Uh, Only reason I say that is we've seen the direct impact of that. And I just think year after year, this is going to start squeezing consumers even more and more. Any chance you think this could be rolled back? 
Well, I, again, I'm, I'm less concerned with what the federal government might do on this because the provincial government has already exceeded the 15% and, and they're at 20%. So uh, it's really about whether uh, David Eby as Premier will, will finally recognize that all these added cost burdens uh, incrementally are making us uh, less a competitive jurisdiction. We're starting to see uh, the impacts of that. We're seeing uh, for the last 10 months that we're exceeding the national inflation rate. And uh, and it's simply going to hit a breaking point here. And so, um, you know, unless the province is willing to actually take a step backwards and and align themselves with the same timeline and, and uh, percentages of the federal government, uh, we're going to continue to see the highest gas prices in Canada. Well, it's quite scary. I mean, it, it just topped $2 a litre, and we're hearing that uh, it won't be as bad as last year because of the, the Ukraine war at that time when it started, but you're still looking at two fifteen a litre, and I recalled uh, one of our listeners uh, went across the border and they were paying up the equivalent of about $1.40 a litre, so I think what we're going to see is a lot more lineups to Bellingham and to Point Roberts and a few other places along the way, that's for sure. Peter, thank you. Great, thank you. And just remember the fact that we sometimes celebrate now a dollar eighty a liter instead of two dollars and fifteen cents is ridiculous. Um, we're is. still fifty, sixty, seventy cents a liter more than even Alberta. So even in the Canadian context, mm-hmm. we're completely out of whack, and and we uh, have somehow paid so much for so long that we suddenly feel privileged when we can find something at a dollar eighty, which is still. Uh, nonsensical on the grand scheme of things. Yeah, out of curiosity, what is it in in Kamloops today? Do you recall? Uh, it's it's about one seventy nine nine right now. So one seventy nine one eighty range. Yeah. So we're paying yeah. about ten cents per liter more than Kamloops even right now. I think that's where we're at. So there you go, Peter. Thank you. Yeah. Great, thank you.